What is this? That's so cool. Hello, and welcome to Science to the T. As always, I'm your host, Sky Smith, and I want to thank you for listening in today. For those who are new to this podcast, welcome. My goal here is to share new and exciting research with everyone. Today, we are talking about some really nasty parasites and a new strategy to fight them. Right now, I'm sipping on some vanilla rooibos tea. This tea is packed full of vitamin C and is caffeine-free, and when I add just a little splash of milk, it's easily my all-time favorite. So grab your favorite mug, and let's dive on into today's paper about toxoplasmosis and a nanoparticle vaccine. This paper was published in the peer-reviewed journal Frontiers in Immunology by Céline de Corneau and colleagues in France. Here, they developed a new intranasal vaccine, which is administered through the nose to prevent toxoplasmosis in sheep. Toxoplasmosis is caused by the parasite Toxoplasma gondii, which is this nasty little thing that can infect many animals and humans. Humans get infected with this parasite by eating undercooked contaminated meat, from exposure to infected cat feces, or from mother-to-child transmission during pregnancy. According to a report published by the Food Standards Agency in 2012, human toxoplasmosis is the second major cause of death due to foodborne illness in the United States. Many people who are exposed to this parasite only have flu-like symptoms as they fight off the parasitic infection. However, if a person with a weakened immune system becomes infected, they may have seizures or even life-threatening inflammation of the brain. In chronic infections, where the parasite sticks around as a cyst, even more problems can occur. These cysts can be found in the muscles, brain, or eyes, leading to neuropathies or ocular toxoplasmosis, which can cause blindness. So what does this have to do with sheep? Well, sheep are not only used for the livestock industry, they're actually a pretty good model for testing out intranasal vaccination because their nasal cavities are pretty similar to ours. In this study, the researchers put antigens from Toxoplasma gondii inside of nanoparticles made from maltodextrin to develop a vaccine. They did this by taking the parasite, freezing it and thawing it multiple times to kill it, then using ultrasonic vibration to break them apart. The antigens from this parasite were then filtered and put into the core of those nanoparticles. This vaccine was then given to the sheep either by an intranasal spray, where they sprayed micro droplets up into the noses, or through an intradermal shot, where they injected the nanoparticles into the neck or the cheek of the sheep. So the researchers first tracked the nanoparticles after they were sprayed or injected into the sheep. They saw that while the injected ones stuck around in the lymph nodes waiting to be cleared after 24 hours, the nanoparticles given through the nose spray were gone within an hour, and they didn't appear in lymph nodes later on. Along with this, none of the nanoparticles were detected in the spleen or in the brain, no matter what method was used, which is good. They weren't sticking around. So since they saw that these vaccines were clearing just fine and not going to random or weird places in the body, they wanted to look at the immune responses that these were causing. This is important because if your body doesn't pick up these antigens and respond to them, then the vaccine obviously won't work. 
Here, they chose to only use the intranasal vaccine moving forward, probably because it cleared the fastest and might be most usable for humans. At this point, the researchers tested the effects of the different components of this vaccine on the immune response. To do this, they used spleen cells cultured in a dish and measured their response from treating with the Toxoplasma gondii antigens alone, the nanoparticles alone, or the antigens inside of the nanoparticles, which is what they used originally. In each test, the nanoparticles with the antigens produced the best immune response. Now, they did a bunch of other stuff to confirm this response and whatnot, but I want to move to the most exciting parts of this paper. After going through all of this, the researchers tested the actual protection of this vaccine in both latent toxoplasmosis, which is basically a normal infection, and congenital toxoplasmosis, which is when the mother passes the parasite onto the embryo. This is the really freaking cool part of the paper. Since Toxoplasma gondii travel to the brain and form cysts after infection, the researchers took the brains of either vaccinated sheep exposed to the parasite or lambs after mothers were vaccinated and exposed, and then counted the number of cysts present. They then compared this to controls, ones that weren't vaccinated. When the sheep weren't vaccinated but were exposed to the parasite, five out of eight of the brains had cysts, and there were a ton in there. When the sheep were vaccinated intradermally by an injection, four out of nine, so about half of the brains, still had cysts present at about the same number as the unvaccinated control. But when they vaccinated the sheep with the intranasal method, literally none of them had cysts. What? What is this? That's so cool. So then they looked at the lamb brains. So they either vaccinated the mom and exposed her to the parasite, or didn't vaccinate and exposed her to the parasite. Then, one month after the lambs were born, they took their brains and analyzed them. And they pretty much saw the same results. About 60% of the non-vaccinated and intradermal lambs had cysts present in their brains at about the same levels as the sheep experiment. But when they gave the mother the intranasal vaccine before exposing her to the parasite, only one lamb brain had cysts. How awesome is that? This vaccine helped pretty much all of the sheep fight off this infection. And while I am nowhere near suggesting that we start spraying up everyone's noses with these nanoparticles, this could be a really big step in the vaccine world. And it could not only help humans, but other animals as well. Isn't that great? With that... I hope everyone has a great rest of their week. Stay nerdy out there. Yay! Thank you for listening to Science to the T. Please rate or comment to help me make this the best learning experience possible. Also, feel free to contact me at sciencetothet at gmail.com if you have any topics that you want to hear discussed. Tune in for next week's episode where we will explore arsenic trioxide and how it might be useful for personalized cancer therapy.